Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And right now, we're going out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line to speak with NHL analyst for TNT, Craig Button, joining us here on BK and Ferrario. Alongside Alex Ferrario, I'm Brandon Kylie. Craig, we always appreciate the time, my friend. How you doing today? I'm good, Brandon. I'm really good, but not as good as Blues fans because <laughs> there was real despair during that eight-game losing streak. And now with the seven-game winning streak, you know, I think this is what – Doug Armstrong and Craig Bruby expected out of the group. And I think the fans are seeing that. And, you know, I, uh, you, you look at the, you, you talked about the ups and downs of the season, you know, they've had the extreme lows early in the season and now they're experiencing those highs. And I, I really do believe that what we're seeing from the blues right now is, is more representative of what their capabilities are rather than what they were doing during that eight game losing streak. I'm curious, Craig, put us into that seat. You, you've been in it before as you're a general manager of a team and you know how it is on the outside, right? We, we ride these highs and the lows. And so there was conversations about, man, is this team about to start a rebuild? That was like two weeks ago. And now there's conversations of what do they need to add to win the Stanley cup this season? <laughs> it, it changes quickly outside of that organization organization when you're in that seat what are you going through emotionally as you watch a team like the blues have been this year well you know and i i think the key thing is is that as a manager you, you know you're experiencing the, the 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 feelings of losing that are that, that you're trying to evaluate how is this happening why is it happening and, and you're also experiencing the feelings of joy when you're winning what you can't do is let those emotions push you in a direction that isn't the right one, one way or another. You know, Doug Armstrong came out a few weeks ago and he said, hey, listen, it's not good enough. And, you know, and he talked about believing in the team. And he goes, but we're not in the belief business. We're in the winning business. And, you know, he didn't want to use any of the R words. And he said, but, he goes, if we if we reach a point that we don't see some significant uh, improvement in our group, well, then we might have to do that. And, you know, I believe in the team. I built the team, he said. But at the same time, you can't just fall on that. And I think that, you know, when you're sitting there as a manager and you're working with your coach, in this case, Craig Ruby, you know, you're looking and going, okay, wait a second here. We've got players that can play a lot better. So how do we affect that part of the performance, number one? Number two, you look at your team and go, okay, what areas of our team can, do, do we need to improve so that we can affect performance in a positive way? And then, then you get to number three, okay, what isn't good enough? But if you don't go through one and two and, and, and give it the time, not only for, for, for you to work with those players and to work with the team unit, then number three comes and you might be making the wrong moves. Doug Armstrong's too good, too experienced to fall into that trap. But listen, the emotions are still there when you're losing. It hurts. <laughs> and, you know, I think now, you know, and, and, and I always say this about a manager. A manager's job is to see the team as it is. Not as he hoped it was, not as he wished it would be, but as it is. And, you know, 
sometimes they're an eight-game losing streak. You're going, geez, maybe we're not as good. Or, but, but you still got to be realistic. And the hardest time to believe is when things aren't going well. And the, the hardest time to be realistic and, and maybe thinking things aren't as good as they are when things are going well. So you got to balance those things out. Greg's experiences, I think, serve him well in all those regards. Craig, speaking of that, a lot of conversations were surrounding the two younger players that signed those big contracts in the offseason, Jordan Cairo and Robert Thomas. And look, Jordan Cairo was having his struggles early on in the season, and now he's turned it around and gotten back to the form that we all expected him to. From a GM's perspective, how do you evaluate those young players when they get that big contract and, and watching them continuing to grow in the player that you're paying them to hopefully be? Well, and, 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 and you, you know, as you touch on that, right, they didn't hand – Doug did wake up one morning and go, let's just give Jordan and Robert <laughs> long-term contracts. They had demonstrated over a long period of time that they were deserving of those contracts. You know what I went back to, what I just mentioned earlier? Okay, what are some of our players capable of doing better? What are they – what can we do to help them perform better? You know, obviously there's expectations that come on to you when you sign a big long-term contract like those two players did. But they, they, they are good players. They didn't become poor players overnight. They didn't become poor players because they, because they signed long-term contract. So this is where you go back and, and players put pressure on themselves. So, you know, you, you, you put an emphasis. Here's what you are. Here's what, we, here's what we've seen from you. Get back to doing those things. Don't worry about, you know, the contract. Don't worry about doing more than you're capable of. We, know, we believe in you. We know what you are. I think that that's a message that has to come through loud and clear, you know, when, when players are struggling. Players of any ilk uh, need to hear that. And, and, and then you've got to be behind them and, and, and work with them. They have to put in the work, and there's no question that Jordan and Robert will do that. But I think that, again, you're looking at a small sample size uh, where they weren't at their best. Now, they didn't get the contract based on a small sample size, and now what we're seeing is exactly – what, what we've seen in previous years and, and what I think that everybody expects them to be and will be in the, in the days, months, years going forward. Craig Button is our guest. You can find his work over on TSN. You can also follow him on Twitter at Craig J. Button. He's joining us here on 101 ESPN. Uh, Craig, I did want to ask you about two guys that we've fallen in love with here in St. Louis during this stretch, and that's Nola Chari and Josh Levo. I did not expect to be saying this on <laughs> November 22nd, but here we are. They've just been like the consummate professionals. Josh Levo plays behind the net. He's been a perfect fit with Ryan O'Reilly on that top line. He's been, I mean, not David Perron, but he's he plays a similar game to what David Perron did in terms of setting up the rest of his line mates. And then Nola Chari has been a guy that's come in and he's had a scoring touch. He's played up and down the lineup. He's been a fourth-line center. He's winning all of his draws. What is the value of having guys like that, those two that just that you know they're proven consummate professionals? What is the value of that as a general manager? Well, the, the, the value comes in, in, in knowing exactly what they are, in them knowing exactly what they are, and then being consistent in doing what they're capable of doing. You know, Noel Achari a few years ago when he was in Boston scored him like he, he was scoring. And, and, and then he ends up signing a, a, a good uh, free agent contract in Florida. Like, he, he's a good, smart, competitive player. He's weighty. He's got size. He's got competitiveness. He's got brains. So you, you put him in the right spot, and then you just say, Noel, just go and play. And, and, and that's exactly what he's done. A career that's 
you know, had some ups, it's had some downs, but I think he finds himself at a place now where, okay, this is what I am. And when you talk about playing with Ryan O'Reilly, you better be a smart player. Ryan O'Reilly is a brilliant player. And to take advantage of, of Ryan's brains and his skills, you've got to be able to think along the same lines as him. Josh is a smart player. He might not be the fastest player. He might not be that most electric type uh, skilled player, but he's smart enough. So that allows now Ryan O'Reilly to be uh, that much better. And so when you're looking at trying to get players into spots, whether it be on the special teams, whether it be on a line, whether it be in situations, you know, it's not just about what can you do. It's what, what can I do that can help others? And when you're, when you're playing with Ryan O'Reilly, the expectations rise. But when you can think along the same lines and, and think along that level, that elite level of thinking, now that allows Ryan O'Reilly to be that much better. He's not forcing things. And, and, and that, to me, is significant. And I think Josh has done a really nice job of that. Craig, uh, I'm curious your thoughts on Jordan Bennington because the team was going through a awful stretch there with that eight-game losing streak, and the numbers didn't really equate to how well Jordan Bennington has played. But now in this stretch where they've won seven straight games, Bennington's picked up six of them. He's moved himself into a tie for second with nine overall wins among goaltenders in the NHL. Jordan's a good goaltender, and you know he he, he wasn't uh, it wasn't accidental when he came in and he helped the uh, St. Louis Blues to the Stanley Cup in 2019. It wasn't accidental what he did last year coming back. Goaltenders at times run through stretches where their game isn't at the level that they wanted at. Like it, it needs refinement. Keep in mind, you know the, the other teams are looking for for weaknesses. They're looking for holes in a goaltender. They're looking to try to understand how do we take advantage of this good goaltender. So for a goaltender, it's adjustments, it's readjustments, it's readjusting to the readjustments because it, it's not just one aspect of your game. People are, the opponents are changing the way they attack, the way they try to exploit you. And so the goaltenders have to adjust. And sometimes during those moments, you know, a goaltender can look a, 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 a little bit weaker than he normally is. But the good ones find ways to adjust through those moments. And Jordan is a good one. And I think that, they, that what we've seen from him, what Blues fans have seen from him, is exactly that. That adjustment to what others are doing to him and, and, and continuously understanding, okay, i got to make sure I, I don't overplay here. i got to make sure I get to that spot a little bit quicker because they're trying to take advantage of me there. I think that that's what good goaltending is. And I think that Jordan is demonstrating that in a big way. Final question for Craig Button here on 101 ESPN. Craig, when you look at the Blues, what do you think they are most likely to be missing as we get into the the later portion of the season? Where do you feel like they're light? The blue line. You know, I, I, I keep going back to, to the Stanley Cup year. And you go back and you look at, you know, obviously Jay Boobies to retire. You know, they have Jay, Jay Boobies on the blue line. They had Alex Petrangelo. They had Joel Edmondson. I mean, he was in and out of the lineup. But, you know, I mean, Alex is a, is a top-notch defenseman. But, the, the, you know, you add size. You add length. You know, when you get to the playoffs and you're playing against good teams, you know, the ability to shrink the ice, the ability to, you know, reduce time that opponents have become really critical. And, and when you have bigger defensemen that can skate. I'm not talking about lumbering defensemen. I'm talking about defensemen that can defend, that can take away space. 
I think that that becomes really critical in winning and competing, competing and ultimately winning the Stanley Cup. I think that's the area where the St. Louis Blues are a little bit light. Uh, Craig, uh, just as a follow-up to that, and I hate that I'm asking this because it's been the ongoing saga for the last year and a half, but because he returned last night, does Jacob Chikrin still make sense for this team? I think Jacob Chikrin makes sense for any team that's serious about winning. He's got. He's 24 <laughs> years old. He's got a great contract, and when he plays, he's a good player. Do you think he gets traded soon? I think he does. I listen, I, and I don't. I say this tongue in cheek, so I don't want. I don't want anybody. The Arizona Coyotes are not interested in in, in winning. <laughs> They're interested <laughs> in putting themselves in a position to have the best chances at the first overall pick. Yeah. Right. So Jacob Chicken in their lineup playing well helps them win. And, and you know what? Everybody's competitive. Don't get me wrong. But you know what? They they, they might have to they, they might have to uh, you know remove a couple of their good players that are attractive to other teams to, to achieve what they ultimately want to do. Do you? As a quick follow up, and I apologize on this, Craig. No, no, but don't apologize. Don't apologize. Do you think the Blues have the chips to make a trade like this happen? Yep, I do. Hey, listen, you know, here's the one I think. We talk about chicks. We talk about payment, right? Like, so the St. Louis Blues are a good team, and, and I think they're a good team. So you start to look and you go, okay, what's the price for putting your team in a better position to compete for the Stanley Cup? I'm not talking about doing something stupid, but the price becomes pretty significant, and, and, and as it should be. But that's what it takes to be successful at the highest level. And so to me, when I look at the Blues and I look at the prospect group i can tell you this right now they got they got players and prospects that would be of interest to the arizona coyotes and that's where back to doug armstrong just to finish quickly you know you you have to evaluate okay does this give us a real legitimate chance to to compete at at the highest level and 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 you know paying that price is, is is it worthy it's not about paying a big price just to say we did it knowing that maybe we aren't that good that's where a manager's job comes in but when you start talking about do they have the – I think, number one, they have the – Doug has shown more than a willingness to pay a price. And number two, they have the pieces, the players to, to pay that price. But is, do they want to? It's Craig Button, NHL analyst for TSN. For my money, one of the absolute best in the business. We always love being able to catch up with him here on 101 ESPN. Craig, we appreciate the time. Have yourself a happy American Thanksgiving, and we'll talk with you again soon. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving to, to everybody uh, there and to, uh, to a wonderful favorite holiday in the year. I know Christmas is great, but Thanksgiving is still my favorite holiday. It's fantastic. Absolutely. Craig, we appreciate the time as always. That's Craig Button of TSN here on 101 ESPN. I really sincerely appreciate all the time that he was able to give us.